Hi everyone. Today's episode is about a topic quite a number of people have experienced one time or the other. And for those who have experienced such, it may then become experts at masking their true identities, suppressing their emotions, not owning up to their struggle, not giving themselves second chances, or even having a changed perception about life and their value system. This is Felicia Falabi and thanks for tuning in to Beauty Broken Pieces podcast. The beauty of this podcast is for us all to find peace in our innermost being. After all we have been through, our struggles with our mental states, repeated patterns of mistakes, and everything that we are not so proud of that we've experienced. We come into terms with it and accepting that what has happened has happened. And doing the inner work required for us all to heal and bloom again and give ourselves second chances. So back to the topic for today, it's on shame. I know when I made mention of the topic, some people had flashbacks. Some people just had this resentful mood or anything like this. Shame is such a powerful mental something bad happens and it's unexpected or maybe we played a part in it. We often feel a great deal of shame and keep recalling the event. It comes off as guilt, remorse, what ifs, had I known, or even self-blame. While preparing for this podcast, I had several pauses and times of reflection. I had times, I had flashbacks of things I wasn't proud of, but as happened, it's easier to hide and bury it while wearing different masks by time. A lot of circumstances we predispose humans to such occurrences. I want us to listen to a few lines from this song by Austin French. Picture this, an eight-year-old kid growing up in Georgia Having a hard time with the world that he was seeing Coming home from school, scared to death and always wondering What kind of mood his dad would be in That kind of home can do a number on you Mom and dad broke up, and I guess I broke too I grew up thinking nothing good could ever come from a story like mine But who turns a broken dream into a... of shame wasn't his own making he found himself in a dysfunctional home and developed negative coping mechanisms at such a tender age. Precisely at the age of eight, he started nursing suicidal thoughts. I know quite a number of us will be surprised that, wow, how will an eight-year-old boy be thinking of committing suicide? Suicide is such a fearful word that People feel 
once they make mention of it, it could trigger something and they might find themselves doing the unexpected. I feel people should be more comfortable speaking out. Even when the thoughts runs through our mind, we shouldn't try to suppress it because most times in the bit of trying to suppress it it gains more force it gains more momentum and without knowing how to deal with such people might end up doing what they never saw themselves doing I know quite a number of us listened to an interview during the week by a popular person and it came as a shocker when the individual owned up to nursing suicidal thoughts. We are getting to that time where public figures, celebrities are free to share their struggles with their mental health and we knowing that they are not superhumans, that we might think they have it all they are stupendously wealthy, they have the connection, they have everything, but yet they still feel life is meaningless and want to take their own lives. Okay, so back to the singer story. No matter what humans feel is success that he has, those inner wounds might still be crying for attention and could be spiraling out of control into other areas of his life. So he could be scared for life, he could be scared of intimate relationships, he might even become hardened, not wanting to be vulnerable and become good at suppressing his emotions. Shame drives people to hide or deny their feelings. In contrast to having shame is having no form of shame. Whereby they just do life as they wish. They call the shots. Don't care about how their decisions affect those closest to them. Behave without restraint feel superior to others and many others. All this could still be offshoot of shame. One might want to bury their shame and the other party might want to do life anyhow and be a bit reckless. Do you know that most mental health related issues are due to childhood neglect, trauma, criticism and over control. Imagine a world where every human child was treated well. I know such a world would be a better place. Everybody that is into one form of vice or the other were once a child. But how was that individual's childhood? So there are other causes of shame, there are other root causes of shame aside coming from dysfunctional background, we have falling short of personal expectations, toxic childhood as I mentioned, being left to oneself after committing an error or making a mistake, betrayal. 
Betrayal is such a deep topic. It's an experience that might leave one hardened forever. One might decide not to trust people again and forever. It's a very touchy subject and for people who have been betrayed one time or the other, when they are sharing their experience, when they are owning up to their struggles of accepting people, of opening up to people again, I guess people should do better at listening more than offering judgment and maybe unsolicited advices. So we also have never feeling good enough due to negative voices such people have been accustomed to. Shame is an internal wound that affects our sense of shame, image or identity. One could become one's own worst critic. Our bodies also have ways in which they give feedback about experiences or incidents of shame. Ranging from having a sad expression, facial, fidgeting, avoidance, not knowing what to say, becoming numb, and many others are ways in which our bodies react to shame. You know, I said earlier that our minds and bodies are closely related. So if the mind is sick, if the mind is worried, something will be sent into the body and the body will definitely know that everything is not truly okay. Another part we'll be looking at is for people who are struggling with their mental health. Maybe they just got diagnosed or they've been on medication for a while or maybe self-diagnosis and they saw that, oh, I'm struggling with this. That knowing, that, that understanding that this is who they truly are and people seeing them in another way could be, could be baffling. So when people tell them, or compliment them those voices their mental health um, the downside to their mental health struggles could be the voice that resonates more with them rather than the side people appreciate and they are very okay with okay for people who have mood disorders such as bipolar I know that is very touchy because they feel, oh, I have to pay on weakness of character or maybe the downside of their personality trait. But there are times where I some disorders are due to biological imbalances of brain neurotransmitters. So for people have such diagnosis and they've been told how to go about it maybe going for therapy being placed on medications for a long period of time there's a way it makes people feel it could affect how they see life it could affect how they perceive issues they are scared of their own self they are scared of what they can do in 
particular situations it makes them hide it makes them want to cover up and just keep to themselves not own up to their struggles and some might even discard their medications after a while because they feel oh i can't i'm fine today i can't continue to be taking this be taking that it's an humbling experience but it's something people shouldn't feel shameful about there is uniqueness in how everybody is created everybody has something they are struggling with be it anxiety be it depression so people should feel less judgmental towards themselves and other people i know for people who have such mental health disorders when they are in the midst of people and people mention that particular issue and they attribute it to unpleasantness and all do you know how such people are going to feel they're going to feel a bit down it's not everybody that has to look sad look worried look down look tattered some people look well put together yes they have the struggles yet they are taking medications which a lot of people do not know about so let's be mindful of our feedback what we say in public what we say to ourselves and all people are struggling people are dealing with something or the other so let's stop labeling people as being full of baggage psycho you are always depressed anxious not focused and all such words sink people deeper make them feel more worthless than they already feel so your trauma is valid your experiences are valid i know people say other people have had it worse at least other aspects of your life are working well listening more we do us a whole lot of good than churning out advices so what you've been through is valid your anger towards people towards life towards the kind of parenting style you experienced towards whatever makes you angry it is valid but you still have to heal can't remain like that you can't build a skyscraper over all you have been through block of anger then the people who are helping you are one sort of negative emotions or the other till your skyscraper is completed off so let's open ourselves up to heal If you have to see a therapist, kindly book an appointment. If you have to show more self-love and self-care to yourself, please do on your journey. Be happy with your baby steps. Maybe you do cry every night before going to sleep, but it has reduced to three or four times per week. 
that's a good development. You could write yourself a note of acknowledgement, buy a bottle of wine, give yourself a high five. Just do something that makes you smile, that, that makes you happy. It's for you to dance, for you to just do you. So forgive yourself. Self-forgiveness is essential for your growth. Look out for relationships that are safe, that are free of judgment, where you can be vulnerable, where you can be yourself. I know having such people in your inner circle helps a great deal in overcoming shame. So, I believe that the days ahead are definitely going to be your best days. Guard your space, guard your mind, know your triggers, know what you ruminate about that makes things spiral out of control within the twinkle of an eye. If, you, if, if you have to live where you are, go for a walk, scream into your pillow, walk away from things that are making you feel triggered or want to self-harm yourself. Just be be on the lookout for yourself. Be more in tune with how your body reacts to shame and pain. What has happened has happened. I know the past is the past it might not be the past in your own case but we could make it be the past don't procrastinate your healing let's focus on today and tomorrow we can't change yesterday but we can work on today to ensure tomorrow is better so if others try to make you feel you are not good enough should be ashamed of your struggles, your disorder, or they've created a benchmark in their minds for you, or maybe some even voiced it out. Let them see. Let them see. Like I mentioned, guard your space, own your journey, be more mindful, be empathic to yourself. Take your baby steps. Healing is not going to come immediately because what happened has taken root. But be intentional about seeking for help. The song that was played at the beginning of the podcast is Jesus Can by Austin French. You can check it out on YouTube. I know you'll be blessed. I want to leave us with a song that has been lifting my spirits and made me hopeful that everything will fall in line and the days ahead are going to be the best. Listen, dance, 
have fun. Be, be intentional about this weekend. No time for dull moments. No time for worrying or emphasizing on the what ifs. Today is another day. Tomorrow is going to be your best days. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Yeah.